Lost and Determined, a podcast. I almost said hi, guys, and I hate that. Hi, guys. Beans. Beans. What up, beans? What up, beans? <laughs> what up, gentle beans? Beans. All right, let's just let's just get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome. My name is Ireland. And I'm Emily. And this is Lost and Determined. If a you podcast. didn't, yeah, a podcast. If you didn't get that from the intro. Um, so before we start off, I just wanted to say thank you for clicking on the episode. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for the support. Um, this is our first episode, so pretty excited. Yes. Um, and before we really get into the meat of the episode, <laughs> I hate that phrase, but you know, the really, the, I'm sitting the down in the fun stuff, the well, fun stuff. Anyway, yeah. before we get into it, um, I just wanted to start off with, kind of reflecting on where this idea came from um, of starting a podcast and just overview what we'll be covering, what it's about, so you kind of see if you want to stick along for the ride. Hopefully you do. Give us at least like five. Yeah, hopefully you. Like if it's horrible, please. Yeah, like, give us some time, okay? Yeah. Like there's sort Critical of a transition period. Or, uh, crit- not Critiques? Uh, criticism. Crit- criticism? What is it? Ratings? Reviews. What's like the term? Um, <laughs> I'm saying the terms. <laughs> no. Reviews, critiques, critic... The one comments, positive, positive affirmations. No, the one that you have to like peers to say that hey, you like peer review. Up, but, like, you, oh, peer better. evaluation. <laughs> like, this is a game. <laughs> this, peer responses. If was guessing, this is how I play those guess <laughs> catchphrase. Okay, she's catch not on my team. Yes. You are not on my team. <laughs> Basically. Anywho, we'll get. Anywho, back to we'll that. get back to that. Um, but yeah, so first of all, um, this podcast is something that we kind of talked about a little. Not a little bit ago, like a yeah. month ago, really? Was yeah. it a month ago? Yeah, because we are the two. We we are the oh my god, we are the types of people that get on a subject and just go to town. We just yeah. could go on and on for hours. Not that this will be multiple hours long, but um, we could really talk about anything. And about a month ago, we were in my house. We were painting something, and we were talking about something again. I can't tell you what it was, and. We were like, oh my gosh, you know what we should do? We should totally start a podcast. Like, we love talking about this kind of thing, and it'd be fun, one, just for us to, like, keep talking. But also, like, I wonder if there's people out there that enjoy listening listening to things like we do uh, and, like, learning and Mm -hmm. just discussing things. Um, So that's kind of where the idea came from. Um, But when it comes to the content of the podcast – we are both in our 20s. Yes, we are. Um, we are young professionals. We just graduated college. Well, me two years ago, you a year ago. Um, so, like, we're kind of starting out in that adulthood um, and in that really that 20-something kind of range. So this podcast will be about being a 20-something in today's world and just different things that we deal with and experiences that we have. Um which really nothing is off the table. Like literally, I don't even know what to tell you, but it'll be about our lives and our experiences. Yeah. So um, to cover that or to really expand. <laughs> oh my gosh. In our 20s, there's things that we're reflecting on and realizing that like, wow, like this is like a lot different than what, I imagine my life to be in this moment yeah. and um so before we like record this episode we were talking about like wow like I never thought I'd be doing this I never thought I'd be doing that and we're like wait like that should totally be like our first topic of conversation um because one we never thought that we'd be sitting here recording a podcast that's for sure no. um so yeah let's just jump into the topic let's just yeah. get into the conversation Emily if you want to start off talking with talking about something that you really never thought that you'd be doing or or like a never thought you'd be here kind of moment. Yeah, um, for me it's funny because I, just to preface, I just moved in with Ireland. She bought her house, yay, at 23 <laughs> years old, which like props to her. Um, but I like we came down to visit and I was like, yo, or I came down to visit her and I was like, yo, like can I like, you know, I don't know, move in or something? <laughs> and she's like, oh my god, yeah. And obviously it didn't go like that. But <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she was just standing in my kitchen. She was like, so... Can I move in? And I was she like, was like, right now? Like, let's go get your stuff. <laughs> I was like, well, 
not right this second, but yeah. Um, and before that, I've been living in my brother's basement since graduation. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally call it a dungeon. It was um, no windows, all of that. It was creepy. Yeah, it was very creepy. Um, very thankful that I was able to live there, though, because truthfully, for this past year and some months since I've graduated, I like haven't really known what to do. My original plan was to save up a whole bunch of money. Um, moved to Seattle or the West Coast because we're from Ohio mm-hmm. and um, just live out there and be happy and thriving and I had came <laughs> up with all these dreams and ideas of what I would be doing out there and then just not being able to save up enough money or at least enough money to feel comfortable going across country by myself or with a friend um, and then Corona hit and when that happened obviously everything just kind of took a standstill mm-hmm. um, so this has kind of been like the post-corona, post all of my dreams of moving to the West Coast being shattered. Oh, and that's like, like so sad. Yeah, it's not horrible, <laughs> but like one day, maybe even a year, we'll see what happens. Like hopefully I will eventually get out there mm-hmm. and like live and see what it's like to live on the West Coast instead of the Midwest mm-hmm. and in Ohio. Um, so I never thought I'd be in my brother's basement living and working at Target after graduating college. Right. And then I never thought that I would be moving in with you. Right. Because, right. like, I know we talked about it, like, on occasion. Yeah. But I, I think for me, too, like, I always, like, like you said, like, I was, you always kind of vocalize this, like, this is your plan to, like, move to, like, mm-hmm. Seattle or whatever. And yeah. that was kind of, like, the thing. But I think what's important to talk about, too, is that you never expected it. But at the same time, like, would you really change it in a way? Because... Living with your brother, I know you were able to kind of do things with your niece and nephews and, like, really kind of, like, create a stronger relationship with them. So I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And it's one of those things, like, in college, I was so busy that I didn't – like, I had to miss a lot of family events because I was so involved in all of these extracurricular things that uh, family was definitely the thing that I – in order to be able to literally survive, I had to cut out of my life. Right. Not, I don't want to say cut out of my life, but I wasn't able to give as much as I wanted to. You had to, like, prioritize yeah. differently. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was, like, sad because I would go and visit my niece and nephews, and they would be, like, low-key. They would either Aww. call me Aunt Carrie, which Aww, is my sister. Oh, no! And I would be like, what's my name? <laughs> um, or they would just, like, not act like strangers, but, you know, they're kids. Like, they just they don't, don't know you very well. Yeah, exactly. And they're not... I mean, when you're a kid, you can't, like, fake it. You right. Know? Like, yeah. Exactly. I don't want them to fake it. Exactly. Because like, that it was one of those things that I'm, like, I hope that at one point I'm able to really, like, bond and connect right. with them. And this past year and some months have been exactly that for me. Like, I've been able to have a relationship with them that if I didn't live with them, I wouldn't be able to have. That's so nice. And, too, when they, as they grow up, like, when they, ref- like, look back on, like, this time, like, they'll remember, like, oh, remember when Emily lived with us? Yeah. And, like, I just... I think that's so that's that's really cute and to have that I think it's really really special. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's one of those things that I didn't expect it and there are a lot of really hard parts during it but also I wouldn't change anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it's one of those things also that we can strive for a goal but we have to be able to be flexible enough to change the goal or to change how we get to the goal. Exactly. Um in a moment's notice because like mm-hmm. for example corona hit exactly yeah everyone was kind of thrown for a loop yeah and i know like at first when it started it was kind of like everyone just halted and it's like you're feeling like you're living on pause but it, but to be honest like it, you're like life is still moving forward like right. you still have the opportunity to like learn new things and you know like while you may not be able to you know go out and party or like go out and do restaurants or really see as many people as you want to. Like, there's still ways to fill your time and, like, work towards your goals. It's just – it's just you have to create a new path and, yeah. you know, um, do Adjust. that. So, yeah, exactly. So it's not like – it's not like everything – like, when you're – when things don't go according to plan, it doesn't mean that you failed and mm-hmm. that's it. It just means, that like, okay, well, that just means you're adding an extra step or rerouting and, you know. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Um, I think for me, I, I, for like a never thought I'd be here moment, if I'm thinking in like chronological order, there's more than, there's more than this, obviously. Mm -hmm. But one thing, um, and you were talking about like college and like different activities and stuff, but one thing that I never thought I would do is study abroad. Well, two things, never study abroad. Like I, I kind of like thought, oh, how cool, but I never thought I'd actually be able to do it. Um. And then also, Emily and I actually studied abroad together. Yes, we but did. we went to Ghana, which is like West Africa. 
um, for like a May term. And to tell the story of it, if so, okay, so like I said, I never thought I'd study abroad. And uh, Baldwin Wallace had these like poster, like digital poster signs. Yeah. I don't know. And they would always like, so I worked at this coffee shop and literally would be staring at the poster thingy, the computer screen. There's like flashing by with yeah. like all the announcements and like things going on around campus. And one of the things was, oh, sign up to study abroad in Ghana. And um, they elicited a few things. Um, and I think they also had like a Brazil trip at the time. Yeah. So a couple of different different trips. And I remember looking at it and thinking, wow, like that looks so cool. Like I wish I could do that or right. what an interesting experience. And but I, but I never, like, followed through with it, and I, that's one of my flaws. Um, so, it, like, the following through, it's like, wow, it looks cool, but, like, am I actually going to, like, sign up and, right. like, go for it? Um, but then Emily, I don't know if you, like, came by the, like, cyber or, like, whatever, and you were, like, you, like, had the little brochure. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember exactly the details, but you were, like, oh, yeah, like, study abroad, study abroad. like, cool, we should totally <laughs> do this. Or, like, you're, like, I'm thinking about this trip, and I was, like, no way, like, I saw that to Ghana and I thought how cool what a great experience yeah and so honestly Emily was the one that kind of was like we should do it together like how fun would that be and so that kind of prompted me to look into it more and like actually fill out the application and like do all that and the the thing that's cool is that it makes the experience even better to have like a friend go with you um which is like if you're if you're good alone like props to you like you go for it but if you need a friend, like, that's yeah. cool, too. Well, and it's also, that was your first time out of the country. Exactly. You didn't even have a passport I, I didn't have a passport it. at that point. Yeah. So, so it's one of those things that when you, the first time you're going to out of the country and you're going to yes. West Africa. It's not like it's, like, a typical, like, place people go yeah, usually. Like, like, European. Which sounds different, but, like, there's so many stereotypes about Africa exactly. in general that exactly. you, we didn't really know or understand fully what we were getting ourselves into. Exactly. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way at all. It's just... It's just happened. It's just different. Like, because we, we couldn't, like, really ask people what their experience was. Because, well, first of all, this was the first time that the trip was happening. Yeah. Um, but also, we didn't really know many people, obviously, yeah. that have gone to uh, Ghana. Um, but that's something that I never thought I'd be doing. And, and honestly, like, it was such a cool experience. It just broadened my – what's the word? Like, it just made me so much more aware of, like – world view. Like, yeah, like, world view and just like what our what our world is and like how different each place is and how like how do I put this correctly? Like in the US, we have this idea of what other countries should be like yes. and how they should be run and how they, you know, almost like our our standards, I feel like you would say, yeah. like a like a US standard of like if it's, it's really not just stereotypes, a stereotype for each of yeah. the countries. It's a stereotype for the country, but it's almost saying like, well, if you don't meet what we're doing or if you're not doing it our way, then it's wrong. And I think going to um, Ghana was such like an, I don't, I feel like I learned so much and it really kind of like agitated that belief, not, not belief. Cause not that I really believe that myself, but like agitated, agitated that like teaching. Right. Um, so just just it, it exposed me to a lot of different cultures, um, and I also got you know got to hang out and like meet other people around <laughs> campus and um, just kind of like just broaden my skills. Right. And because I was a music major, so I like stayed in that little corner of campus for a while. Um, so just kind of yeah. Yeah, it was so interesting because I remember on the first day of classes. Um, Because we took a couple classes at BW during the semester, and then we studied abroad in May. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first day of classes, Dr. Sutton, he goes, this is, like, fun fact, this is the absolute most diverse uh, study abroad trip that they had. Because, and it wasn't just, like, diverse in, like, race, but it was diverse in... Like, majors and... Yeah, and uh, year. Oh, that's so true. It was, like, every major... Oh, we already said that. But, like, every (laughs) way that you could think that about diversity in a college setting we were the most diverse trip like trip group and, yeah. yeah it's one of those point of prides that's like, cool I've, i forgot about that yeah mm, that's interesting i think when you looked around the room you knew of people but you didn't necessarily know more than one person it's almost like the breakfast club like <laughs> yeah like yeah. almost like you look around there's all different types of people and like that's so odd yeah interesting and different uh paths of life like yes yes there's a 
adult learner. Mm-hmm. And that's a strange term, but like, yeah, she was she was older, and I love that for her, like to be able so to cool. feel confident in going and studying abroad with literally children. Like to yeah. her, she's probably like these people are children. Exactly. So yeah, it was just super cool. Yeah, I mean, we could probably honestly do a whole episode on like the trip itself, but yeah. we don't want to be like those people that go on and on about study abroad. But yeah, so that's that's definitely something that I never thought I'd do. Um, do you have anything else, Emily, you wanted to add? Yeah, so um, going back to kind of college and my post-grad plans, um, it, truthfully, this was even in high school. So originally in high school, I was like, I'm not going to go to college. I want to take a gap year mm-hmm. because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know enough about myself to really figure out what, like, made me passionate to where I would enjoy doing it for the rest of my life. Yeah. I mean, I'm a firm believer in you don't have to go to a four-year institution right after you graduate high school. Mm -hmm. It is, like, the worst teaching and mindset that we could have and be feeding to our youth. Um, Another topic for another day. And if you – sorry, adding this because I know we just talked about this. Like, if if you want to go to, like, a four-year, like, university, like, you don't have to pick a major right away. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, take different classes and, like – expose yourself to different areas of campus and like different kinds of professors and right. students and different things and just really find out what you want to do before you like decide and like start taking a bunch of classes yeah. anyway keep going keep going yeah um so I was researching gap year programs that I could do um and the thing that sucks about gap year programs is they you have to pay to do them oh really almost all of them you have to pay to do them hmm. um I didn't look into AmeriCorps that much, and I think that would have been an interesting one to look into at the time, just because of, um, you don't, like, you technically get paid, and there are some positions where you only need a high school diploma. Mm. Um, So I I do think I missed some of my gap year searching with that organization, but I was obsessed with Peace Corps, which was probably why I missed it. Um, I My goal was to join the Peace Corps and to do that and then come back and feel refreshed and ready to go into college. Um, and then I started looking into it more, and they require a bachelor's degree now. It used to not be like that. You oh, used really? to be able to just go in. Hmm. I, they want to have a more... Uh, they basically just want to be able to provide more knowledge more and expertise and yeah. to the communities that they're going into, which makes sense. Like, you, would we really want some high school? Exactly. Like, what are you really going to get? But not, okay, that's, I'm sorry, that sounds bad because, like, high schoolers, like, you have a lot of skills yes. and you, you know a lot of stuff. That's, I'm not, you know, invalidating that. I just. But when you're going into a foreign country and you exactly. need somebody with a certain expertise. Um, right. It it's could, just more years of experience, yeah, really. Exactly. Um but they need people with bachelor's degrees. So I was like, well, fine. I guess, like, since this I is guess my goal. I guess I'll go. Yeah, seriously. I guess I'll, like, go to college. And um, so since then to, I think, starting my junior year, my anytime somebody would ask me, oh, what are you doing after college? Which, by the way, everybody listening, do not ever ask that question. Like That's, that's the worst question. No one yeah. ever knows. Like, yeah. you never know. Yeah. If you think you know, you don't. Ask other questions that probe along that like maybe even ask if you could do anything you could after college what would you want to do exactly more More open-ended yeah Mm -hmm. to where just like tips from people who have lived with through it and we have survived thankfully um that question but um I would say when I was asked that question I would say the Peace Corps and they'd be like oh my god that's so cool yeah 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 and like that was kind of I don't want to say part of my identity because that's it was like your go-to answer. Like yeah. you had it in your toolbox, you whipped it out. And I was still striving for it. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like at the time I was lying, but I, I was still striving for it. And you almost you almost had your like your blinders off, like that's what I'm doing and that's what you like. You almost do you think do you feel that you kind of like were focused on that and uh, that how do I put this? You were focused on that for like many years that when you got to like senior year or like, oh, like well I wasn't focused on Peace Corps okay. like that with blinders. Because with the Peace Corps, you just need a degree. It can be in anything. Okay. I was focused on my major so much that I didn't think about doing another major or even adding on another major. Because, uh, like, I totally would go back. I, I, I don't want to say go back, but, like. Would have. I would have like, thought about doing, like, a 
um, digital media design or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. But yeah, so not doing the Peace Corps is something that like I never thought I'd be here, not in another country serving. Yeah. Um, but also that has led me to AmeriCorps. Mm-hmm. So instead of serving another country in another community, I'm now serving my own community. That's so cool. I um, mean, the cool thing is it's more um, issue based because you work with nonprofits. Mm-hmm. I'm a, AmeriCorps Vista. So I'm going to work with a nonprofit who specializes in refugee resettlement and new American um, resources. That's so cool. So instead of focusing on, I don't want to say community, that means nothing to me personally, because that's like a horrible way to put it. But um, that's kind of like the truth. Let's be real. Um, I'm focusing on a community that's in my neighborhood down the street. Right. Like in this country of like. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm super More like visible change. It. You think that's true? Like visible change or like, yeah, that's the wrong way to put it. Yeah. It's more personal to me. Personal change. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, Cause I've worked, I've done a, a little bit, like literally the tiniest bit of refugee resettlement and new American volunteering. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be a full year of it. So I'm really excited. Like in the office, over, I think she said over 35 languages are spoken amongst Whoa. staff members. Whoa, that's so right. cool. So like I'm super excited. Like I, I've, I, even in the interview, I was like, so how do I learn a new language? In this? Yeah. Like what, yeah. what can you guys provide me? What resources can I get to like really hone in? Because that's one thing I didn't do to the full extent was right, learning right. another language. So. That would be neat. Yeah. That's, that's very cool. That's the next one. That's cool. Um, uh, another thing that I never thought I'd be here. You touched on this earlier, but I guess I'll get into it. Um, so, as Emily said, I just bought a house. Woo-hoo. So, I'm 23, turning 24, and I bought a house in June. Woo-hoo. June, yeah. Um, and I am a single lady. Yes, you are. Um, so. I didn't mean to sound like, yes, you are. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, no, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, um, but not really. Um, so she's yeah, single, so she's really cool. She's hip and woke and <laughs> oh my god, and very positive. She's, Thank you. Check out her Insta. Oh my god. Okay, anyway, um, yeah. So I am a single lady. I just graduated college two years ago, and I bought a house at 23. So, um, also like I'm not the only one. Like there's definitely people out there that buy a house at 23. I just like for me, I never thought that I'd buy a house this young. It's um, also unheard of, and most 23-year-olds do not think that they can. Or they don't want to? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's probably some of that, too. Yeah. Well, okay, so here we go. Oh, I just hit the table. I'm so sorry if that was loud. Um, so buying a house is something I've always wanted to do ever since I was, like, really little. Um, I think it was a multitude of things. Multitude? Is that sure. a word? Multitude. It is a word. Sure. <laughs> multitude of things. Multitude of reasons um, why I wanted to. One, I mean, I've always loved, like, homes and like what they look like and just like the you know the decor and the painting and the styles I always loved that um and I've always loved like the idea of like having my own space and something that I'm that I own you know and it's mine um but another thing too I think it's also I've always wanted this like financial leg up or like not security because like I'm telling you like a home like Oh, God. <laughs> Lots of money in there. But, like, just having a sense of, like, okay, like, I'm making a good financial de- financial decision. And if I, I – when I your credit score in five years. Like, whew. Hopefully. I mean, oh, man. Well, like, um, yeah. yeah, but anyway, so I – so a little backstory. I graduated – so, okay, BW is in Berea, Ohio, so near Cleveland. Yeah. Graduated, lived there for about a year, a year and a half or so. And mm, – yeah, I don't know. Math is hard. Um, and then I got a job in Columbus um, and moved down here. And I graciously, graciously, I graciously, they my graciously. cousins, I'm sorry. Yeah. My cousin and her wife graciously welcomes me in. And I was able to live with them um, while when I started my job and just was able to save some money. My, my whole plan was to just rent another apartment and just live there. Um, and then we were out to dinner one night and they were like, why don't you just like buy a house? And I was like, I mean, me, (laughs) I'm like a child. Like, that's how I feel. I don't feel like serious enough to like own a home. Um, 
but like I've always been super like aware of my finances and like responsible right. in that way. So like it's not totally crazy, but anyway, they're like, yeah, like you can live with us, like save up enough, you know, and then buy a house. And I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> um, and so the house buying process is kind of insane. This is the sixth sixth house. Um, I put an offer in on. So crazy. Um, so the market's kind of insane. But anyway, um, so, yeah, it took a, took a while. I think the first, when I started looking, I think it was February. And then I closed on my house June 15th. So it took a while. Oh, also like COVID. So like there's a lot yeah. of like different things that happened in there, which like I'll get into later on. But, um... Yeah, so never thought I'd buy a house at 23. And it's been so great so far. Uh, it's a little cute little house. and um, There's I'm a still, fireplace, y'all. There's a fireplace. I'm, I'm, like, working on, like, still, like, getting everything situated. Um, but And then also, Emily moved in. So, like, also great. And it's kind of nice to, like, have a roommate. Yeah. So um, if you if you want to buy a house, like, do just it. do it. If you need tips, let me know. <laughs> let me know. She I'll help you through expert. it. I'll help you navigate it. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's something I never thought I'd be doing. What about, anything else for you? I, I still can get over the fact that you bought a house. <laughs> it's kind of surreal, still honestly. Yeah. Like I I feel like I write down my address or like I take out the trash. I'm like, oh, this, it's kind of weird. Like this, this is, is my this trash. is my responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. my trash. <laughs> I wall. <laughs> I want to. Well, it could literally t- not that I would do this, but I could literally take a hammer to the wall and be like, meh. You know? Yeah. And the only thing I would worry about is if. There's beans. But You're like, right. Like, I probably would there, just... Like, exactly. Not that fine. I'm about to, again. But... You could. It's just odd. Or I could, like, paint... I could, like... I could spray paint my grass if I really wanted to. Oh you know? Or, <laughs> like, you know, something crazy. Yeah, I know I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Sorry. But I could do something crazy. Yeah. And it's mine. You could... Yeah. Weird. And as long as... But also... No complaints. It doesn't matter. That's true. <laughs> Except, though, like, if something goes wrong, then it's like, oh, shoot. Like, that's on me. You know? I can't, yeah. like, call someone, but... Yeah, so I would advise you, if you want to buy a house, like, just think that, like, if there's a leaky sink or, you know, your oven goes out or your, I don't know, it's up to you, so. Yeah. Just saying. It's cool, but. Everything's on you. It's also a little terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Put that in there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, kind of, like my last never thought I'd be here moment or thing is um, looking back into my childhood a little mm-hmm. bit more. Um, Cause sometimes I still, well, I mean, obviously I still think about this and like how it has changed me and um, what I thought my life was going to look like as a kid versus what it actually is mm-hmm. now. Um, and the thing that's like probably the biggest pivoting moment in my childhood is my parents getting divorced. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, and like it, it's so crazy. Cause like sometimes people are like, oh my gosh, your parents got divorced. Like how horrible for you. But like, it, it's not. It's also <laughs> like so much more common now. Yeah. I see now, like I've like really lived a long time, you know, <laughs> but like, I feel like, I mean, but like 15 years ago when yeah, I think it's actually been 15 15 ish years ago when this happened, like we were the only. Oh, yeah, like all yeah. your friends were. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And even growing up, all of them were in, basically at least, except for one off the top of my head, were in the. Like their parents were together. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those things because I would get introduced to other fam- of my friends' family members to be like, oh, tell me about your parents. And I'm like, well, my parents are divorced. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I wouldn't necessarily say it like that, but then, right. like, my mom had a boyfriend, and then my dad had a girlfriend, so right. it was, like, having to, There's like... more layers to the story. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so when that happened, it just kind of shook my world, where I was like, well, I'm not going to have the perfect fairy tale life. I'm not going to... Like, you start playing all, like, the future events and things in your head, and you're like, well, that's not how it's going to be anymore. Yeah. Like, you almost have this, like, annoyance and, like, anger towards it, that you're like, well, yeah. now this is changing this, and... Like, what do you mean? Like, I this mean, it was more, like, sadness for me. I wasn't, yeah. I, I've never really been, like, a... Angry. Angry. I, like, my mom's <laughs> boyfriend, I've definitely never liked him. Like, I didn't start liking him until I moved out of the house. Oh, I was gonna say, I was like, wait, he's pretty cool. No, no, he's absolutely amazing. <laughs> like, Don, shout <laughs> out. Like, he's, he's the most relaxed. Like, my yeah. mom and him are literally the perfect couple. Like, they 
work so well together. They right, live right, so right. well together. They understand each other's boundaries. And, like, if I imagine a perfect relationship, mm-hmm. truthfully, that's it. Because, like, they're imperfect, like, and I know that. And there's things yeah. that... Um, they've had to work through one of them being me as a teenager. Oh, <laughs> at least you're honest. Yeah, like I'm. Don is a trooper. He is still there. That's so funny. Yeah. So like all of these things that change, and like one of the saddest things is like I remember when my when thinking about like prom and high school. Yeah, in high school, my col or my uh, childhood home had stairs and like this little balcony thing. Yeah. So I imagined walking down the balcony to show my prom date. Like, Aww. and him being like, oh my god, <laughs> well, like, obviously not like yeah. that, but like, like, kind of like a wedding reveal, like, that's what I imagined. Like, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, really. um, but obviously that wasn't really going to happen, mm-hmm. and like, I didn't even have a date for prom, and Aww. no, I was not. I was going to say, I was like, we I had a didn't even go to girls prom. that like just got together, and that that's was fun. to me the most fun. Like, I didn't want to have to worry about all that. Like, yeah, mm, too much, yeah. too much. No, no, no me gusta. So, yeah, that's definitely one of them. And it's funny because I wrote for the Odyssey for, like, literally six months, I think. Um, <laughs> throwback to freshman year of college. Oh, my gosh. And when that. that was, like, actually a thing. Or, like, super popular. I got everyone, like, was like, oh, yeah, I wrote for the Odyssey. Like, right. <laughs> literally. Um, but, like, I wrote uh, an article mm-hmm. on my parents divorcing. And, like, I just remember because it was, like, more of a positive thing. Like, it, it absolutely changed my life and how I saw it coming. And I didn't mean it as, like, any form of negative or resentment towards it. Right, like, right. My parents are both much happier now than right. what they were Like, together. in the moment, you feel like it's, like, whoa. Like, this is, like, not – this is kind of – this is awful. Yeah. Like, this is so sad. And then, like, now looking back, you're like, wow, like, I can't imagine, honestly, any different. Right, like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think about that, too. I'm like, if my parents were still together right now – how would it look? And it's not pretty. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it would be a mess. So um, that's definitely one of those. And it's also one of those I never thought we'd be here as in my family in such a positive light. Like, mm-hmm. as a child, you know, I don't know how old I was, like, seven, eight, nine, yeah. around then. Um, going from my family's perfect and I love everything about us and my fa- uh, parents are in love to... I don't know. And it's funny because it also changes how I think about love. Mm. Like, I... Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Like, it's not as, like, fairy tale. It's a little more, like, realistic. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, hard work. Oh, my and, gosh. like, compromise and, like, listening and all that stuff. And, and like, I actually have genuine conversations about feelings. And it's, it's not just, like, well, like, like you... Like, this is, like... I feel like this is, like, controversial to some people. But anyway, but, like, it's it. just, like... Like, when you realize that, like, it's not who you're supposed to be with, like, you can't force it sometimes, you know? Like, and people change, and they grow, and sometimes you just grow apart, and you become different people. And, like, that's not a bad thing at all. Um, It's truthfully very powerful to be able to say, you know what, and this also sounds horrible, but you know what, you have served your purpose in my life and I appreciate everything that you've given me and all the times that you've laughed with me and all the times that you've patted my back when I cried. But, like, it's time to let go. A little louder for the people (laughs) in the back. Oh, my God. If you want me to scream, I can. Because, okay, here's the thing, too. Like, we could have a whole... Honestly, we should have a whole episode on, like, divorces because I could also add to that. Anyway. (laughs) But the thing, too... Because this is, like, relationships as well. Like, you know, like, whether you're married or not. Like... Yeah. It's it's not a and even friendships. I feel oh like totally. Have, when yeah. something ends, like when those relationships end, it's not like a oh my gosh, like it's over and like I made a mistake and all this stuff. Like it's not really a mistake. It's like like you said, you they served their time, and they gave you like you got what you needed from each other, right. and then you part ways. But it's like you also need to be like grateful for like the other person. Like that, right. no matter how like awful it was, like you gain new skills yes. you maybe became stronger even if it, the whole experience as a whole was negative you yourself have come out of it you yourself have grown stronger exactly from it. exactly you, you know what have... you don't want for the future yeah. so like having that mindset of like personal like maybe i sorry like you were awful and like ne- never want to see you again but also like thanks for like teaching me something what, something you yeah. know what i mean there's always something to like it's basically just having a positive outlook on 
how relationships end and exactly realizing that people cannot be in your life forever exactly and even the people most important to you like my mom and my dad eventually everyone and, dies yeah like, you know what i mean like i mean that's as, as sad as that is it's just like yeah like how do we circle of life. i'm sorry like we're like really but like getting off topic here yeah. but yeah it just it's true like everyone is gonna go no one's gonna be yeah no one's gonna be in your life from the day you were born to the day you die yeah. like there's always gonna be changing Right. Um, Even if you're twins, I just want to throw that out. Exactly. I'm not a twin, nor are there any twins. I know, uh, like I, ha- I have people. Who I, have I know people. Are twins. I have people. My people. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like even them, like they talk about all the time how they're born two seconds apart or like two minutes mm-hmm. rather, and so like even twins who you think that you're gonna have. Oh my god, this reminds me of Harry Potter, which I know you didn't watch Harry Potter, right? Um, I mean, I have watched it. I'm not like obsessed, okay. but but. That, Oh, this is a spoiler. Never mind. I'm not going <laughs> to... Beep, beep. <laughs> yeah. Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> yeah. But for those of you who know Harry Potter and like Harry Potter, you know what I'm talking about. You know. Yeah, like... <laughs> you oh, did. <laughs> let me know that you know so that I don't feel like I'm just going crazy oh, over my here. Gosh. That's I'll so have funny. to, like, explain somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing, too, I was going to add about the whole, like, divorce thing. Like, again, this is kind of off topic. Sorry. Get ready for it. Um, <laughs> but, like, another thing, too, like, is that, like, you were obviously born. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. Like... Well, like like they kids, they were together at one point. Exactly. Like kids are like such a great thing to come out of like relationships mm-hmm. and like, yeah, the couple might not be together, but like they still have this like brand new human being in their life, you know. Right. And usually so, they bring them a lot of joy. Exactly. Hopefully, or you know, it's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The point is, there's good that can come out of it. So like, yeah, like your parents are divorced, but some good came out of it, and like you appreciate that yeah. goodness. Yeah. That is you. <laughs> the goodness that is you. <laughs> and we appreciate you being here. Yes, and yes. thriving, hopefully. It's, it's crazy how much, like, families, like, change and, like, mold and, yeah. like... And I feel like I was going to mention this, too. Sorry, we're, like, getting out here. But another thing, too, about it is that now, like, now you have, like, Don and your mm-hmm. your dad's girlfriend. I don't know her name, but... Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, you With have, like, all these other people and, like, other siblings and things like that that... Like, it's just extra people in your life yeah. that you know and that care about you and, like, bring you, like, love and support. Right. And that's something that if your parents were together that you wouldn't have. Yeah. And that's something, like, me personally, I can also attest to that, like, I have so many more, so much more love and support in my life now than I would if my parents stayed together kind right. of thing. Which is really cool and something to, it's like bonus people. Yeah. You know? I love bonus people. Yeah. Um, hit the jackpot, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I guess, okay, so another thing, switching gears here. Um, another thing that I never thought that I would do or be able to do, um, this is like really, this is really taking a swerve. Yes. Um, okay. So, speaking of, speaking of relationships, in family and all that stuff. So, okay, so I am a part of the LGBTQ plus community. I'm a lesbian. (laughs) Um, And uh, I never thought that I would be able to really come out Mm -hmm. and to take it one step further to live out. Um, I love that term. Thank you. I also really enjoy that term. Um, So I grew up in a pretty conservative environment. um, And... I didn't have much exposure to mm-hmm. the queer community, and I, I didn't really, I really didn't know many people, and the people that I did know, it wasn't viewed very well right. or accepted, and it was more of a quiet thing that maybe you discuss when they're not around, and not really discuss, but kind of like, oh yeah, well like, they're friend, or they're roommates, right. you know, and like, I don't know, just weird terms that are... Whatever. Like roommate in a one-bedroom apartment. Exactly. They're like, well, like, they're special friends. Like, that was kind of, like, what my exposure was. So it was always this, like, hush-hush, like, thing that, like, people talked about but, like, would never really discuss, you know, kind of right. thing. Um, and like I said, it just wasn't really accepted. And a, um, religion was a huge part of my childhood as well. Um, and it was not really accepted. And... I want to choose my words carefully here because I know who's listening. Um, who's hopefully listening. So, basically, I felt that in school and, like, growing up, like, I was kind of taught that it was, like, disgusting. Like, it was a just, sin. like, it was sin. It was just, like, something that, like, okay, like, yeah, like, we love you, but, like, don't act on it. Like, you know, like, 
be who you are, but don't, you know, kind right. of vibe. Um, and so I really, I like, I grew up and I always had this feeling that I was gay, but like, I just never really, like, I shoved it down. And like, as I got older, like, that became harder and harder and like just kind of tore at me, you know, inside, internally. Um, and, but I, you know, but I would go through the, the motions of like, oh, yeah, like, no, I, I like this guy. Like, there's no way. And, I would, like, I'd be so upset, like, all the time because I would just be, like, there's, like, how how am I going to be happy? Like, am I just going to, like, marry some guy and then, like, oh pretend gosh. and, like, just convince myself? You know, like, I thought, like, if I if I prayed hard enough or if I, you know, really acted a certain way that I would be able to be accepted and no one would know and right. I would be happy and be able to get married one day and have kids because I thought that if I was gay, I wouldn't be able to have all these things that I wanted to because, like, those who know me, like, I love kids. I want, like, ten, you know. Like, like today. Literally, like, today, like, I want babies. And, like, a family and, like, just to, like, be married. And, like, that's just – I've always wanted that. And so so these feelings of, like, being gay, I just was, like, there's no way. There's no way. Um, but anyway, so any – I'm trying to, like, tell the story, but without, like, going too into detail here. Um, I – in college, I I kind of told myself that this is where I'm going to stop pretending to be someone that I'm not, that I'm, I'm going to just be proud of who I am and not necessarily just be proud, but just like explore who I am and try to figure it out because I was, I was kind of like surrounded by different opinions and beliefs and I didn't really know what mine were, what were my opinions, what were my beliefs. Right. And um, so I went off to college and had different experiences and like met different kinds of people and like... I feel like my eyes were, like, open to, like, the real world. Right. Um, Beauty of college. Exactly. And I obviously, like, wasn't just, like, a switch and I was ready to go and, like, be all, like, confident. Um, and I, I really – I didn't even come out – I well, I, I slowly came out to, like, certain people in college and certain friends and things like that. But I didn't even come out to – I think the first person – I, like, don't remember. I think it was, like, sophomore year maybe. I, like, came out to, like, some, like, my best friend from home, like – and then I think like junior, I came out to my sister, I think. I don't remember. I feel like I don't remember the details. Sorry. But anyway, then my senior year, um, I didn't tell my parents. I'm like, I wasn't sure how my mom would be because I I just flat out, I just really wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was going to be awful and or if I would be kicked out. Not the kicked out. I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening. That's, I mean, like, not like, I knew you were like, I know you always love me. Um, but it's just, I wasn't really sure of the re- reaction. So I felt most comfortable waiting until I was, like, fully moved out and, like, just in case. Yeah. Um, so I literally, like, wrote, like, a seven-page letter, like, handwritten letter, which sounds, like, so dramatic right now. But anyway, wrote a, like, seven-page letter and, like, left it on her bed. So I'm from, okay, I'm from California. So I would go home for, like, spring break, I think is when I went home. Went home for spring break senior year. And wrote this letter and then literally left it on her bed and then left to go to the airport and like hopped on a plane. Like the last time I was coming home, I left like my room was like empty. Um, And like it took her a couple days to respond. Um, But she obviously responded eventually. And that's like, again, this is like a whole, this would be a whole podcast. I could go on and on. But the point is that like I was so like insecure about myself and I was able to come out finally, like, through college and, like, discovering myself. And now, like, I can confidently be who I am. Yeah. And, like, live out is really what it is. Because it's one thing to come out, but it's another thing to, like, admit, like, to, like, vocalize it. Right. And, like, and like not be afraid if someone asks you about your sexuality or, like, who whatever. Exactly, exactly. Say. So something that that's something I never thought I would do. Um but here I am. And I love that for you. Thank you. Because I definitely think that's, it's a very relatable feeling. Yes. Of wanting to not only come out, but then how do you navigate after? Because I feel like, like, I'm straight. I am not really a part of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so for us straight folks, I kind of feel like we think that the biggest hurdle is coming out. But I feel like it's so much more than that. Like, we don't yes. look past that. Like, Mm -hmm. you can come out, but then how do you live out? And, like, I've never – that's why Mm -hmm. I think I love the term so much because I've never thought about it. Mm -hmm. And also, like, especially – obviously, it all depends on, like, 
you know, like how you grew up and like really like everyone's different. Like everyone has a different personality right. and like different confidence level and all of that. So like some people are like ready to go and like I wish I was that way. I really do. Um, but some people like like I was like it was just it, it almost took like the more I said it out loud, the more people I told, the more like the more confident I became. And um, also research was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like obviously not re- I, mean, I am who I am, but like researching different like terminology and like more about like others in the community and yeah. like the history of the like, gay rights and like like so researching all of it and having that in your back pocket is so um, what's the word? I felt more confident talking about the subject because, you know, like I definitely have been around people where they start questioning me like, well, blah, 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 blah. Like, like just, you know, I don't know how to really put this, but kind of like arguing about it or like just whether it's rights or like how to make a family or like, what do you mean? Like, what's a wedding look like? You know, like different things like that. And just like having more research and like tools in my toolbox um, I just felt I felt more confident and I also felt like the more people I could support in their journey I felt more confident in my own you know yeah, what I mean I love that so yeah I think that would be that's probably my my final <laughs> my final never thought I'd be here I really didn't I just yeah. I think it's kind of insane and like we we have kind of talked about like we reflect on right. like when you were younger and you're like, oh my gosh, like I, like in, when you were younger, there's certain moments in your life where you thought that was it. Like yeah. you were just like, like there's moments I remember like just like bawling my eyes, eyes out, you know, like thinking that like there's no way things could get better. Right. You know, and they obviously like they have and like obviously like there's more ups and downs that like life takes you on. So the journey never stops. But um, yeah, it, it's just crazy. It's just yeah. crazy to think that like, oh, we're both here. Living in Ohio, under one roof, in my house, like starting a podcast. Like it what? just, it blows my mind. Yeah. It's so strange to think about. And this is such a like fun activity, like just to think about the things that have brought you to this moment, like mm-hmm. right here and right now. And not just like physically, but also like mentally and yeah. emotionally and spiritually. Like in high school and middle school, I was a completely different person than I am now. Same. Yeah personality wise like everything about mm-hmm. me like I literally used to be so nervous in groups of people that right. I would like be in the corner like you like learn more about yourself like whether it's confidence whether it's like different like mental skills that you have because right. like there's certain times like I knew like mentally like like how certain situations would affect my mental state is that right yeah or like my emotions and I would it's almost like not be able to control them or just mm-hmm. like just it would make me it would make me like unravel you know what I mean and like learning how to really grow and like be better and and literally just being emotionally mature which I think we all mature yes we all have to learn how to do that for sure no matter I think even when I keep keep on getting older I yeah one of those things you have to check back in with yourself literally the learning never stops and I think that's something to remember like okay so for all the 20 somethings out there I think it's easy to kind of think like, well, like I'm still young. Like I don't know a lot, like kind of thing, but like you do, you know, so much, you have so many skills Mm -hmm. and so much to bring to the table. Um, and, but like that never stops. Like you, like you, you have so much to learn still, but you do know a lot. Like you have to like be confident in what you know, but also be willing to learn. And like, if you're older than that and you're, you're listening to this, like, the learning literally never stops. So even yeah. if you're, you know, 40, 50, 60, whatever age you have are. Kids, don't have kids. Yeah. Like you literally, there's so much to learn and so much, so many different ways that you can grow right. as a human being, um, as like a global citizen. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you can always change. You can always change your mind. You can always learn something new, change your beliefs, change your opinions. Right. Whatever. It's, and it, not even just on that side of things but also like goals in life yeah um it's always good to create them obviously like you want to be striving for something or you'll just end up at a standstill and I think that's usually when people start to sink and emotionally mentally it's like not a good place Mm -hmm. um not for like this is me generalizing of course but um there's a certain aspect of creating goals but then there's also this aspect of being flexible and open to new opportunities yes um and not like shushing them away so it's like when one door closes, did you see the window next to it? Like, are yeah, you so focused on way. the door closing that you're not even realizing what's passing you by? Um, 
Wow. What a great analogy. (laughs) (laughs) I try. Um, So, yeah, let's just... I don't know. <laughs> so that's bada bang bada boom. And they keep coming to lost and determined. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> um, I think one more thing to add though, um, is I just lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry, cut this part out. Um Oh, I already wrote it down. Okay, good. Yeah. Um what was I gonna say? Shoot. Oh, we were talking about, like, the goal setting and, like, just, like, yeah, like, it's good to make goals and, like, don't be afraid to be flexible. And it's Mm -hmm. also okay to, like, look at those goals, rip them up, and grab a new piece of paper. Like, you know what I mean? And I think, especially when it comes to careers and things like that, like, whether you're in college and you're thinking, well, I'm going to have this major and this is what my life's going to be like. If you have the slightest feeling that maybe you should try something else or if you think if you meet someone new that kind of exposes you to something else lean and in. lean in and maybe it's scary and you're feeling a little lost <laughs> <laughs> um but at the same time like your life could be so amazing yeah. and you don't want to miss out on like that the experience, opportunity. the opportunity, yeah. exactly. Because you can, you can always say no to an opportunity if, and you can pull out of an opportunity if you don't like it. Right, but don't say no before you even try. Yeah. Um, I completely agree. I think it's one of those things, do one thing every day that um, puts you out of your comfort zone yes. that you're uncomfortable with. And that's like personally my life motto. If you saw our Instagram post yes. intros, you know that already. Yes, but, yes. Um, yeah, we, that's like kind of it. That's how... How this thing is going <laughs> That's sh- how that thing is going to go. <laughs> yeah. I definitely encourage you all to, like, reflect and kind of think of those things, like, check in with the checkpoints of – check in with the checkpoints <laughs> of your life, of the different chapters of – oh, my God, it's just so cheesy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but check in with those moments of your life um, that kind of changed you or, like, kind of you thought – I never thought I'd be here or different different turning points. That's what I'm trying to say yeah. here. The turning points of your life. Like, kind of reflect on those. And um, even if you want to write them down or, like, let us know. Yeah. You know, I like to know as well. Um, but yeah. You can let us know via our Instagram, which is at lost.determined. Oh, little plug there. Uh, yeah, of course. You have to. <laughs> uh, follow us. Um, DM us with those. Um, if you want to share. Like, we love, the like, hearing that those yeah. things. And especially because it could spark – something in us that makes us new or yeah mm-hmm. um i'm always looking for a new adventure and hopefully something happens where y'all were like hey go do this and i'm like okay. Okay, okay we did it yeah. we'll let you know <laughs> yeah we'll um, let you know uh so just some outgoing messages uh reminder that our podcasts are coming out weekly on mondays yes um so this will be coming out on august 17th and the next one will be coming out I'm pulling up my calendar. If I did the math right. 17th plus 4. Oh, God. <laughs> Look at my calendar. Yeah, the 24th. August 24th, another. We'll have, a, you know, so on that schedule. Yes. Um, we hope you enjoyed our voices. Like, yeah. Shit. Oh, we should tell them the quote that we, yeah. that we like. Um, so if for those of you who have seen Late Night, it's an Amazon, uh, like a prime original movie. It's mm-hmm. literally probably one of my new favorite movies. It's with Mindy Kaling. I love her. She is a god among humans. <laughs> um, but it's what the host says at the end of all of her shows, and I think it just suits us really well. Yeah. Um, and it it goes. <laughs> we hope we earned the privilege of your time. I love that. Oh, my God. It just sent shivers down my spine. <laughs> That's so true, though. Like, we are here to discuss, and we hope that you really enjoy the podcast and – whether you learn something or you feel like you can relate, we just really, really hope that. Well, we hope that, like, what we said is worth your time. Like, oh, yes, exactly. Thank you. Like, we hope worth. that you, like, t- spent your time well. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Yeah. All right. Well, see you next week. Yeah. Finished uh, episode one for the second time. <laughs>